The following is transcribed. Welcome to Bat Soup, the never-nutritious, definitely delicious podcast dedicated to the old-time radio adventures of Superman and the dynamic duo. Buckle your utility belts for lots of talcum powder, plenty of wacky plans, and ghosts galore! Before we get to today's adventure, let's pause for this important message. And now, uh, a message from Superman. Hello, gang. Superman here. What does it take to make a good soup? Lots of different ingredients, that's for sure. Even my X-ray vision can't penetrate some recipes. But boys and girls, I can tell you that there's one super secret ingredient that makes bat soup special. And that ingredient is cheese. Well, what does it take to make a good cheese? Believe it or not, a lot of bad-sounding things go into a good cheese. Bacterias, uh, acids, and other things we probably shouldn't mention. But one of the good things that go into a good cheese is culture. And which culture you use determines the kind of cheese you get. Well, here at Bat Soup, we believe that all cultures have a place at the table. So no matter where you're from, or your nation of origin, or where you worship, or the color of your skin, well, you're welcome at our table. So pull up a spoon and enjoy a heaping helping of bat soup, the never-nutritious, definitely delicious podcast. Thank you. Take it from Superman. Consuming bat soup is the cultured thing to do. Bat soup, available wherever fine podcasts are sold. Now in easy open cans. And now, Bat Soup presents today's adventure, part seven of Looking for Kryptonite, as originally broadcast on December 12th, 1945. Kill Pep! The super delicious cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Yes, it's Superman. And today, as Clark Kent, he hopes to find some clue to the mysterious crescent and star in the waterfront coffee shop visited by Squealy Evers. We'll join him with his famous friends, Batman and Robin, in just a moment. But right now, here is Dan McCullough. You know, gang, even if you'd never met those characters on the comic buttons you're all collecting from packages of Kellogg's Pep, you'd still want to get all 18 of them. Because the colors are so bright and sharp, why, those buttons are really on the beam when you wear them on your jacket or your dress or cap. But since you do know all the characters, you know, since you've followed their adventures in the funny papers for a long time, well, it's even more fun. And they look true to life, too. So real, they could speak to you. Take Smokey Stover, for instance, with his bright red fireman's cap and his silly grin, or Herbie wearing his famous striped beanie and carrying his books under his arms, or Superman himself, complete with flying red cape and Superman insignia. Yes, sir, these shiny round comic buttons are mighty colorful, mighty smart looking, and so easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. The only way you can get them is to ask mom to get you a package or two of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Then, see which product you find inside one of these slick-looking comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Remember, that's P-E-P, Pep, 
Made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. A small silver coin engraved with a crescent moon and a star is the only clue Superman has to the two missing pieces of kryptonite, the strange deadly element which gave the late Atom Man his atomic power. Fearful that the kryptonite may be used to create another terrible atomic monster against whom he would have no defense, Superman asked Batman and Robin to help him trace the mysterious organization using the symbol of the crescent and star. Through the dimly lit streets of the Metropolis waterfront, Batman and Robin trailed a criminal informer known as Squealy Evers, who led them into an ambush from which they fortunately escaped. Reporting their experience to Clark Kent, who is Superman, the three of them returned to the scene of the ambush. As we continue now, Kent has just stopped his car in front of a shabby little coffee shop facing the dark, fog-bound harbor. Listen. Is this the place, Batman? Yes. Squealy stopped here for a cup of coffee. And there's the waiter he must have talked to, Mr. Kent. The skinny guy wiping the counter, right, Batman? Yes, Robin. But I didn't see them talking. Looks like he's getting ready to close up. We'll have to work fast. Hey, what? Where are you going, Kent? I'll park a little farther along. I don't want him to see us getting out of the car. Why not? Well, I've got a little idea. I guess this'll do. Yes, I used this stuff a long time ago. It just might work again. Open the glove compartment, will you, Robin? Okay. What are you going to do? I'll show you. There ought to be a can of talcum powder in there. Well, what's the stunt, Ken? Show you in a moment. Got it, Robin? Yeah, here it is. Good. Okay, come on, Batman. Take your mask off and douse this stuff on your hands and face. I'll do the same. What's the idea? Well, we want that waiter to talk, don't we? This might be the way. Oh, oh. yes, I, I get it. I don't. Why don't we take him to headquarters and let the police loosen up his vocal cords? Well, it'll take too long. Well, maybe he won't talk. This way, I think he will. How are you coming, Batman? Almost ready. Good. Frankly, I don't get it. You guys look like a couple of ghosts. <laughs> the idea exactly, right, Ken? Right. Okay, let's go. Hey, wait. I get the gag now, but it's awful corny. You don't really think you're going to make the waiter believe your ghosts and scare him into talking, do you? Oh, it's not quite that simple, but we haven't time to explain. Now, look. You stay here. Oh, nothing uh, doing. This I gotta see. Sorry, Robin, but you'll have to stay in the car to, uh, to warn us if anyone comes along. Toot the horn if you want us back. Uh, Kent's right, Robin. Okay. I'd probably bust out laughing at the ghost act anyway. <laughs> Poor Robin. If he knew you were Superman, we couldn't get rid of him so easily. I know. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Forget something? Yes, your costume might tip him off. And also, hmm? we don't want him to be able to describe us later. Here, put my overcoat on and turn the collar up. <clears throat> you watch the little details, don't you? I try to. That's better. You all set? Mm -hmm. All right, let's go. Okay. Oh, good. Nobody in there but the waiter. Oh, I hope this works, Jim. <laughs> so do I. Yeah, here we are. <clears throat> I'm just closing up. All the food's put away. I said I'm closing up. Who are you guys? Hey, what's the matter with your faces? <laughs> he wants to know what's the matter with our faces. <laughs> <laughs> if he only knew. Listen, what's the joke? He thinks it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> He'll know better pretty soon. Now, listen. He keeps telling us to listen. And he doesn't say anything. Let's ask him to listen. All right. Listen, friend, you saw Squealy Evers tonight, didn't you? Squealy, yeah. He... Who? Who'd you say? You heard us. Squealy Evers. Never heard of him. Now listen. I know why he always says listen. Why? It means he's going to tell a lie. Right. Who's lying? Who are you guys? What's the big idea coming to my place with your face and hands fixed up funny and asking questions? Do you object to answering simple questions? I ain't answering no questions, see? 
Now, scram out of here. Right? I wouldn't go for the gun in that drawer if I were you. You'll regret it. How did you know? My friend has strange powers. Show him, Ebenezer. All right, Silas. Shall I go up and catch that fly on the ceiling? Why don't you? Say, you guys are not... Hey, look. Look, he... He did go up to the ceiling. Why, of course he did. Did you catch the fly, Ebenezer? No, Silas. He flew away. Shall I chase him? Yes. All right. He... He, he's flying. Of course he is. It can't be. I, I'm going out of my mind. Hey, please, buddy, tell him to come down. How am I doing, Silas? Wonderful, Ebenezer. But our friend seems to be turning green. Oh? You would better come down. Down. Why, how strange he looks. Maybe he'd feel better if he flew around the ceiling with me. No, stay away from me. Stay away. I, I know what you guys are now. You, you're ghosts. We are? Yeah. Go away, please. <laughs> go back where you came from. Oh, but we can't go back until you tell us what we want to know. You, you can't? No, we have to know about Squealy Evers. Squealy? Yes. Whom did you call up earlier this evening when he told you a man and boy were following him? Uh, nobody. I didn't see Squealy tonight. You'd better fly him up to the moon, Ebenezer. Yes, I guess I'd better. Come no, here. No, don't. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you anything. Only don't touch me. Whom did you call up? Oh, Patsy. Who's Patsy? He's the guy I phone when I get any information from Squealy or anybody else. I only seen him once or twice. He's a little dark guy. Where is he? At the, the Golden Lily. The Golden Lily? I know the joint. It's a night spot down at the end of the waterfront. Big shot crooks go there. And society people out slumming. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What's your name? Me? Uh, Tommy Niles. Listen, why do you go away? I told you... Tell us some more, Tommy. Tell us what you know about the gang who used the Crescent and Star for a symbol. I don't know nothing about them. Nothing. Don't lie, or... I don't know nothing. Honest. All I know, a couple of times before, Squealy told me to tip off Patsy about some guy asking about this Crescent and Star, see? All right. But get this, Tommy. If you tell Patsy or anyone else about our being here tonight... We'll come back. I and... No, no, I won't. Patsy would send his goons over to see me. Please, fellas, go away now. Go on back to, to wherever you came from. Come on, Silas. Good night, Tommy. Pleasant dreams, Tommy. <laughs> oh, too bad we had to scare him out of a year's growth. That cheap crook. Well, we let him off easy. But we got our lead, Kent. Now let's visit Patsy. You bet. The trail's getting warm. Eagerly, Clark, Kent, and Batman hurry to the car where Robin awaits them. We'll return in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. Say, I know a young fellow who's kind of handy with a pencil and crayons. And you should see the drawings he's made. Copies of the pictures of funny paper characters on those comic buttons Kellogg's Pep is putting out. So, every time he gets a new comic button, he has a new picture to draw. I thought maybe you'd like to try it. You know, you can color them in bright red and black and blue, just like the Pep comic buttons. And those pictures are really easy to copy. Because the outlines are clear and sharp, and the details are all there. Yes, sir, these comic strip characters are straight from the funny papers. Their pictures make the best-looking buttons you'd ever hope to see, or to wear pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. And it's a heap of fun to work on your collection and to trade any duplicates you get with your pals. And if you don't want to let your friends get ahead of you, you'd better get busy. Ask Mom to get you some of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pet, because that's the only way you can get these exciting comic buttons. You can't buy them 
Japan, you don't send in any money, not even a box stop. But inside every package of pep, there's a swell prize. One of these smart-looking comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Ask Mom for P-E-P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. Following what looks like a definite lead, Clark Kent with Batman and Robin drove to the end of the foggy waterfront, where in a section of rickety cottages and a few dark, cluttered stores, a glittering nightclub stands, complete with handsome canopy and uniformed doorman, and a huge, winking neon sign in the shape of a golden lily. Parking their car nearby, Kent and Batman removed the ghostly white powder from their hands and faces. Now, with Batman and Robin in the well-tailored clothes of Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson, they are approaching the nightclub entrance. Yes, this is quite a place, Kent. The big shot racketeers come here to spend their money and... Oh, Robin, look. What, Batman? Just getting into that car, see? It's Squealy Evers. That's right, it is. We want to see him. Come on. Oh, he got away. No, he didn't. Hold it. What do you mean he didn't? There goes his car. I'll take care of that. Now, you two go in. We'll take care of it. Yes, you two go into the Golden Lily and get a table. I'll join you later. Okay, Kent. Come on, Robin. Hey, he's going the wrong way. We left the car back there. Don't worry about Kent. He knows what he's doing. Uh Oh, quiet. Here's the doorman. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Step right inside for a big evening. Yes, sir, a big evening. We've already had one, thanks. The evening's still young. Come on. I wonder what Squealy was doing here. Mm, probably powwowing with friend Patsy. Oh, I'm sorry, we left our hats in our car. <laughs> the hat shake girl loves us for that. Uh, she doesn't get the tips. The house does. It's a racket. Come on. My, my, look at all the white ties and evening gowns in that crowd. You'd think this was a rich instead of the waterfront, wouldn't you? Yes, Crook likes to put on a dog, too, Robin. Well, let's find the head waiter and get a table. What gives now? You search me. Oh, the orchestra leader's going to make an announcement. <laughs> He's probably going to announce that Muscle Molly has just lost her gat in a string of coils. Quiet. Quiet. You're pretty cynical, Robin. Look. Look where? What? Look at her hair. Whose hair? Gloria Garrett's. Look at the ornament in it. The comb or a pin or whatever it is. Can't you see? Christopher Columbus. She's wearing the symbol of the crescent moon and star. Their jaws sagging, Batman and Robin stare at the tall young woman acknowledging the applause, in whose raven black hair gleams a jeweled crescent moon and star. What does this mean? Yes, gang, the trail of the two pieces of deadly kryptonite is growing plenty warm. So don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode when thrilling and surprising things occur. Tune in, same time, same station, for Batman, Robin, and the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications.
Give a hip, hip, hooray, gang. It's back. For you and me, now there's Kellogg's Famous Variety. That's the swell variety carton with ten separate generous packages of Kellogg's cereals, including Kellogg's Pep, Rice Krispies, Shredded Wheat, Corn Flakes, Crumbles, and Bran Flakes. Each box in Kellogg's Variety holds a fresh, crisp, heaping portion. Just help yourself to your favorite kind. Makes breakfast a picnic of fun. So ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. That was part seven of Looking for Kryptonite from the Adventures of Superman. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a like and subscribe to Bat Soup so you'll be in the know when we drop new episodes or make special announcements about bonus content. That'll wrap things up for this episode of Bat Soup, but be sure to tune in next time when you'll hear Batman and Robin say... Make it a turkey sandwich and a glass of milk. Uh, I'll have the same.